3: Hey, this is Charlie Benante with Anthrax and you are listening to the Shout It Out Loudcast with Tom and Zeus. Nothing, it's a card from my dad. What is it? Wait. (laughs) Dear son, happy. Festivus? What is festivus? It's nothing, it's nothing When George was growing Jerry, up no. His father no. hated all the commercial and religious aspects of Christmas yeah. So he made up his own holiday Oh, and another piece of the puzzle falls into place All right And instead of a tree, <laughs> didn't your father put up an aluminum pole? I'm like, Jerry, no. stop it And then weren't there feats of strength that always ended up with you crying? I can't do huh? it anymore I'm going to work, you're happy now! <laughs> I got your message I haven't celebrated festivus in years. What is your interest? What? Just tell me everything. huh? Many Christmases ago, I went to buy a doll for my son. I reached for the last one they had, but so did another man. As I rained blows upon him, I realized there had to be another way. What happened to the doll? It was destroyed. But out of that, a new holiday was born. A Festivus for the rest of us! That must have been some kind of doll. She was. (laughs) And at the Festivus dinner, you gather your family around and tell them all the ways they have disappointed you over the past year. And is there a tree? No, instead there's a pole. Requires no decoration. I find tinsel distracting. Frank, this new holiday of yours is scratching me right where I itch. Let's do it then. All right. Festivus is back. I'll get the pole out of the crawl space.
1: <laughs> Hello. Hey, what's up there? Kiss Army. Tom and Zeus with another episode of Shout It Out Loud cast. Episode 154. Kiss Festivus 3. A Festivus for the rest of us.
2: Yeah, This may be our last episode. After people hear this one. Oh, I love Festivus. It's the airing of the grievances. And if you listen to this show uh, every week, which we think and hope that you do, you know, the grievances are flying.
1: Yes. Um, We're usually a 100% positive. Every week. Podcast. Yep. Always. And then we have this episode to let out any frustrations.
2: Yeah. And this year we did something a little different. We had another miserable person on with us. <laughs> the handsome and talented and powerful Joey Casada. So uh, that was fantastic. Of course, we love Joey. He hasn't been on here in a while. And uh, the three of us had a fantastic time. We recorded with Joey on Monday. We're now recording this on Thursday afternoon because this week's schedule is one of our grievances. (laughs) This week has been a total frigging disaster for us. So we keep squeezing in an hour here and an hour there. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm finally better for my cold if I sound a little bit different today than on the actual episode part, the, yep. on the actual topic part, it's because I actually am feeling better. Um, other than that, Tom, speaking about feeling good, we, uh, we had the one and only Todd Kearns on last week, which was awesome. And, uh, we did a little poll about him. How'd that go? All right. So our poll this week was a
2: little tricky because we had Todd on and, um, We're huge fans of obviously everything he does. So we wanted to put a poll out there. that says, you know, looking into the future, what would you like to see Todd do? Obviously, we got a lot of comments. Everybody, all the options everybody loves. Um, The options were touring with Bruce's Bruce's band, Kiss 2.0, more stuff with Slash's band, more Minefield or solo album. Of course, touring with Bruce's band ran away with it right now, 68%. And KISS 2.0 came in second with 21, more Slash at nine, Minefield solo album 2%, but we got a lot of comments from people saying, I love all the options, but of course, us being a KISS podcast, us being a KISS-related poll, that's what everybody wants. A lot of people jumped in and said, you know, I love uh, Slash, I love Minefield, I want to see all that stuff. A lot of people saying, you know, I'd, like to, I'd love to see him do KISS 2.0. So we, we know that these, this poll and these options, that obviously there would be a winner, uh, but based on the comments, uh, we had a lot of people just saying that they they would love to see all of them. Uh, and that's no surprise because everything that Todd does is pretty much amazing. Um, and then some episode-specific comments. Our buddy John Restano, a.k.a. Mr. Antonio 2005, he says, I saw Todd's band Age of Electric back in 95 open at my local college. Both times his band killed it. Excellent vocalist and musician. If I were a betting man, he gets the 2.0 gig hands down in 2024 wow twisted Kister, great show fellas always enjoy hearing more from todd seems to be one of the most down-to-earth guys out there the man is in the middle of so much cool stuff hopefully next year brings an arc episode of minefield never know could be sean geek and the fast fret podcast yes 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 todd is one of the greatest of all time this is what all rock stars should be like kind generous willing to go out and talk to the fans over here in Canada, he's always been part of my Canadian Hall of Fame. His Age of Electric Band brought him into my headphones. But, man, Toke is freaking excellent, too. Yes, Kiss 2.0 all day. They say. So this is what you're saying. Everybody loves Todd. Um, vet Halen jumps in a little bit uh, off the beaten path with the with the Todd Kearns and says, should Matt Wallace get his own theme music? <laughs> 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 oh, I don't know about that. We'll see. Uh, John Schaefer, great job again, boys. Todd Kearns, delightful. Listen, insightful, enthusiastic, and a fan. You're right. He would make it for a great draft episode. Ooh, maybe draft the set list for the next Kiss Cruise. Oh, it could be creative. Lee Bruton, as always, great episode. I didn't know much about Todd, but he seems like a really nice down-to-earth chap. Awesome interview, guys. Thumbs up for me. Thank you, Lee. Ken in Satan's service. Another great episode. Todd is a talented guy and as a fellow Canadian. It's great to see him doing well. Then uh, Ken says, check out the song Aphrodisiac Smile from his band Electric uh, Age of Electric back in the 90s. Great stuff. JR said, this interview made me a Todd Kearns fan. And we respond with saying it made us a bigger Todd Kearns fan. Great stuff. Yeah. So everybody, obviously, the feedback was amazing. That's some Twitter stuff. Zeus, you got some stuff on Facebook, I'm sure. Yes, I do.
1: Brad Rustoven. Great interview, guys. Todd is a total class act. No surprises in Bruce's band. I would love to see them take their show on the road. I've seen Todd play live with Slash's band twice. Once in Detroit 2011, opening for Ozzy, and once headlining a festival in Lansing in 2013. At the Lansing show, they played Welcome to Jungle, and Todd nailed the lead vocal. I was also lucky enough to see the second and only land performance of the Kulik Brothers Band at the Indie Kiss Expo on May 13, 2018. Same set list from Kiss Crew 7 in Seven in 2017 minus Hide Your Heart, Wouldn't You Like to Know Me, Domino, in Tough Love. Hearing Larger Than Life and Who Wants to Be Lonely and Turn on the Night Live was amazing. Nice. Carolyn Kelt, Top Bloke, TDK. There you go. Matt Wallace. <laughs> His theme music is just me saying, here we go. Or, oh, oh no. Another great interview, and episode. I hope you get Todd and Bruce back on together to do a killer draft. I am penned up at home as I just had knee surgery. The only thing I'm waiting for is a new episode to help pass the time that in stroking my pussy pounder. Oh to pictures Of Brid- Bridget Fonda, that is. Hurry up and give me the wretched sounds of your voices to help to get me through this. Nice. Always classy. Gotta love them. Over on Loudcasters, Tom. Paul Jakober. I would go to see Todd Kerns perform Kiss songs any day. I'd go see Todd Kerns perform any uh, kind of GNR song. I'd fall asleep if he performed any Slash in the Conspirators music. Ouch. Damn. Come on. That Slash's band and Miles Kennedy, that freaking amazing shit. Give it a chance. Evan Cox. Can't wait to listen to this one. Todd is such a great artist and I'm thankful to have him as part of the Kiss family. Uh Jason Warden, great interview. So wish Bruce Kulick would take this show and play clubs around the US. Folks are getting back out there and this would definitely be on my go-to list. Bruce is my all-time favorite Kiss guitarist and while I don't usually buy VIP meet and greets, I think meeting him and Todd and the band would be worth it. I also thanks for the shout out for my Apple podcast review. You were right, Tom. And thanks for always pronouncing my last name right till next week. It's Warden. Why is that difficult?
2: I don't know. Maybe, maybe where he's from. Maybe people don't know how to say it.
1: (laughs) Or maybe he's thinking of Warden with an R like we're like Warden. Right. No, no. Warden. Warning. Warning. (laughs) Or we could do the Kurt Warner. (laughs) We could do the old John Madden move. Warner. Warner. Down on his back, he's down on. His- what was that thing you would always do? He's on his back. He's on his back. He's on his back, and like you would hit the player after the play. He <laughs> those- keeps saying it. Yeah, he's on his back. He's on his back.
2: That was back when Pat Summerall and John Madden actually did the play-by-play, <laughs> and Pat Summerall would
1: be like, "Kurt Warner, <laughs> Warner," and <laughs> and John Madden would hold the fucking microphone like like it was an ice cream cone, <laughs> like a big fucking ice cream cone. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And if you don't believe us Get some screenshots of John Madden He's holding it like a fucking triple scoop Ice cream cone
1: I also think Summerall Was a terrible fucking announcer People, Of
2: course he was terrible He was shit faced all the time How could he not be
1: Brady marching down the field The kick is good He's the fucking He's
2: the ace freely of NFL commentators
1: (laughs) The Patriots Won the Super Bowl first time ever Thank you. Good night,
2: dude. Well, you see what happened here. Emotion. You see the
1: you see the Patriots won the game. Well, hold on, my ice cream cone's dripping <laughs> on my arm, Pat. <laughs> no, no, they should stop. They should need go into overtime, and hope to win that. Oh, we'll yeah, okay. never
2: forget that here in New England. Yeah,
1: okay, That's right, John Madden and your fucking <laughs> ice cream cone. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Sneed Rock, good episode. Todd is certainly a talent, and the Kulik and the Kulik set on the cruise. Are definitely a highlight to see. Graham Richley, what a fantastic guy. So gracious and well spoken. Great job asking questions we all wanted to know. I haven't really been up on the Kiss Point two, uh, 2.0, but if you had guys like Todd in a deeper set list, bring it on. Jack Benacchio. <laughs>
3: the La What an interview
1: Todd is so damn down to earth. You have to get him back or at least an album review or March Madness. I replayed this episode twice. Well done, guys. Wow. Wow. Twice. Scott Winter. Cheers, lads, for the introduction to Todd. Without you, I wouldn't know about him. The videos of Todd and Zach on the cruise are awesome. There's no chance this epic lineup will tour Australia, but I can only dream. Todd is a definition of class. That is all. Mm,
2: you are right great guy so down to earth so conversational and friendly very cool
1: theme music galore Costa Vucinas super show guys Todd clearly sounds like a real pleasant humble guy proud and passionate about his music as well as appreciative of the positive support from fans pretty sure that the same words describe Bruce as well agree with everyone that if they came to tour nearby, he is Canadian. 100% I would attend. Just watching those video clips from the cruise gave me goosebumps. Here in that set list, Zach and Todd would be perfect for a Kiss 2.0. He was lucky enough back in the 90s to have seen the cover band alive. who played that live show to perfection. Especially the Gene theatrics mannerism via Spiro, who was a clone of 70s Gene from Kiss. Is that yep. Grecian Gene? Yeah, that's Spiro, Spiro.
2: Papa Papa or whatever the hell his Greek name is. a guy that looks exactly like him. <laughs>
1: Greek, gene,
2: Greek. Gene.
1: <laughs> <laughs> in the middle, he's like fucking working at a pizza shop. He's <laughs> fucking yelling at customers. Fucking in the middle of the set. Uh, Costa, thank you, buddy. We love you, man. Uh, over on YouTube. You do, Pete Starrow's Vinny and Aish should have a guitar battle Before each Kiss concert And the fan favorite should get to win a lifetime supply Of Mellow Yellow Ooh. What that has to do with our episode I don't know But I love it Pete Starrow's another fellow Grecian Yeah, we're getting bombarded here I, uh, We gotta slow it down oh, oh, Greeks Anthony Stratus, Tom See what's going on here <laughs> Jesus Awesome the way you guys scared this interview with Todd was perfect. Great episode, TNZ. Thank you. Thank you. And we got to get like bigger in Greece. I don't understand that. Like, we, I don't think we have a following over there. That's
2: your job. Next time you take a trip to Greece, do a live cast <laughs> from the Parthenon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will buy the Acropolis. for two rare first pressings of double platinum.
2: You thought 2020 Dubai was great. Wait until you see 2021 Acropolis and it'll take you another two years to get that DVD.
1: Oh, how about this one at the foot of Mount Olympus? They play a concert. How's that? There you go. I was born on Olympus. There you go. I was actually the one who wrote that song. Um. Daryl Albert, Tom. You know this guy?
2: Yeah, he's got a good one here.
1: Baba Booey to (laughs) y'all. Yeah. I haven't heard Baba
2: Booey in years. Oh, Stern, baby.
1: Baba Booey, Baba Booey. We love Daryl. Oh, yeah. Frank F. I was mentioned on here. Way more excited about it than I should be. (laughs) Well, you're mentioned again, Frank. There you go. Two weeks in a row, I guess. Woo. Craig Broderick. If things don't work out for Todd with the music thing, he could do radio. What a voice. He does have a nice voice. Marty White. Oh, let's face it. Paul and Gene will always have a hypocritical approach to recording new music. They can say there's no money to be made all they want, but the reality is they can't write more kiss songs. It just wouldn't make sense. Here's what a new kiss lyric would be like. You'll have to wait till my dick can get up. <laughs> Pill it up. Pill it up. My my old man tits are at least a B cup. (laughs) Pill it up. Pill it up. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I've got to figure out what song this is first. (laughs) I've got chunky thighs. Chunky thighs. To be with me is the booby prize. Chunky thighs. (laughs) Not exactly inspirational, but that's okay. They're old men now. Even though Paul seemed to be the one who has suffered the biggest loss, he's not the one with the most difficult to watch. That award goes to Scrappy Doo, singer of the Laundry Boy. Scrappy Doo. <laughs> Another positive message from our KISS uh, Loudcaster fans, Tom. I love it. We also have some stuff on Instagram, Tom. Okay. I always neglect to look back at in Instagram, and we're starting to get a lot of uh, comments here. Parcel Dan. Nice. This guy is a huge talent. Kalen Provo. Todd Kearns is the absolute best. Great episode.
2: Kalen Provo. She's actually, I think, friends with Todd because I've seen her on Facebook post pictures and stuff because I believe she's also Canadian uh, or at least very close with Todd. So that she was excited. I saw she was excited that he was on.
1: Good Lord. Look at this, Tom. Oh, my God. Shannon, Shannon Tweed just put fucking Sasquatch's toe or foot on Instagram. What the fuck? That is the ugliest thing I've ever seen in my life. Dude, no need. It's fucking disgusting. What the fuck, Shannon? Maybe I'll, I'll take back one of my things earlier about her. Uh, and we also got some good DMs too. Uh, Liam Toohee, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, He had some good comments here. I don't want to read it too much into because it's not really so much about the episode, but he did give some good comments. He was asking some questions here that we'll probably do as a, as a question for the show, maybe a little bit later, you'll never know. And then in addition to that, our good buddy, Daniel Luna, Jr. Tom Zeus, just listened to the recent podcast episode. Thanks for the shout out. No, is that what he does? yeah the shout outs will come guys you guys keep communicating with us you'll keep getting them oh yeah all right and then for email so we got one nice email from
2: our good friend danny pooney the better of the poonies hey guys interview with todd kearns was fucking great You asked him the stuff we want to know, such as Kiss 2.0 and how the set list comes about. It was amazing to see him on the Kiss cruise. He seems like a genuinely good all around dude. Well done. And then Danny shared an awesome picture uh, from the cruise with the band and the crowd behind him. And Danny does a little arrow with a little circle. So I think that's supposed to be his uh, handsome face. So Danny, thank you for the email and for the kind words and for sharing another great picture of uh, Todd and the band.
1: Yep. So, uh, Tom, we want to wrap this up with our new I got a DM from our buddy Greg Valentine. The hammer? No, no not the former intercontinental champion oh. who probably had the worst body of any 80s wrestler. He was just like chubby. He wasn't so you even think, like
2: you, you don't think his nickname,
1: the hammer, fit his appearance? No, he hadn't, I don't And then I won't when I mentioned that one time to Jericho, he said, what are you talking about? He's a he was like a brick shit house. That fucking guy was huge, tough as nails. Dude, that guy was fat. And he he might have been tough as nails, but he didn't look good. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't. He didn't have a good '80s physique. I mean, no. I'm I'm thinking of ravishing Rick Rude at the time, Hogan, uh, Ultimate Warrior. Those guys were fucking jacked. Yes. And then there was Greg, the yeah. fucking slob Valentine. And he wasn't <laughs> like super fat, like Adrian Adonis or King Kong Bundy. He was just like, ah, whatever. <laughs> and there's your wrestling moment like Um, a guy on the kiss cruise yeah anyways (laughs) let's get back to the guy greg valentine not the hammer greg not the hammer valentine uh he wrote a dm to us he's been writing a few things he's been really great good day another great episode today todd kerns minefield all american man is now added to my itunes cover playlist thank you very much there have been some great covers released over the past 12 months you know, Mr. Speed, Charlie from Anthrax is fucking awesome. Got into that. You guys could do an episode Best Kiss Covers. We could. I've been listening to you guys daily, gone back to episode one, and we'll listen to every one of the 153 episodes. Ooh. Love it. Wow. Yeah. And Greg's been going back and forth with me. We're talking about a couple of different things. Uh, he's a great new listener. And for that, uh, DM, Greg, you. Our comment of the week. Good answer.
3: Good answer. I like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. You want to say anything?
2: (laughs) Oh, I kind of lost track. Yeah, Greg, thank you, buddy. That is awesome. We appreciate that so much. Love that you're plowing through all the episodes, and uh, we appreciate the Private conversation that we've been having with you On uh, direct messages as well so thanks Buddy keep listening keep being a part of the Family
1: yep So Tom what we do next Is we give a shout out To all our friends and family On Patreon We got a new Patreon member this Week Sam Jalbert
2: Yeah Sam
1: Yeah Sam joined the Patreon Family Uh, we appreciate It Sam thank you welcome aboard we hope you enjoy, and we appreciate all our family members on Patreon. Uh, you guys are the ones that come and help and support the show. Uh, your contribution goes a long way with this show. And uh, we're, we're we're really looking forward to showing you guys um, some some of the fruits of that contribution real soon, especially coming up in the beginning of the year. Um, and Patreon is, you know, we try to give back as much as we can. We got a bunch of things coming up, including. You guys on Patreon picking our next ARC album, oh boy. Which, which could be great, which could be a
3: disaster.
1: But our Patreon it, people are fantastic. We love them and we can't thank them enough.
2: Yeah. You guys are the best. It's amazing. And Sam, thank you so much for joining the Patreon family. Much appreciated. And uh, as always a uh, huge thanks to everybody that's been members of the, of our Patreon family. It's a huge help and we sincerely appreciate it. And yeah, uh, we got one more group pick on our album review crew and then I think it might be time to, uh, bring in the Patreons for, uh, to see what they're going to do. And now uh, we'll, we'll kind of briefly go over what's going to happen with that. We're going to send out some formal details about all that, but of, what, what it's going to be in summary is every single Patreon is going to be able to submit one album. And then me Zeus and Sonny, our third partner for ARC, we're going to whittle it down to probably three, maybe four, depending on what we got. And then we're going to put that out to a vote to every Patreon. And then that's going to be, the rotating Patreon pick. So uh, we're hoping it's going to be exciting. It could be a a disaster, but we think you guys are, uh, I think you guys will pick some good ones there. And um, if they uh, are bad picks, uh, we won't make them part of the poll. So we'll see what happens, (laughs) but thank you guys. And uh, all you guys, patrons out there, stay tuned for further details. As that fun stuff approaches. Yeah.
1: Tom, what we do next is we go on to kiss world. A lot going on this week. Yeah, there's some stuff going on. Uh, Gene Simmons kind of,
2: oh boy, kind of embarrassed himself, in my opinion, uh, explaining to some people in the media about why they postponed their Vegas residency. Uh, And he says that his original plan was to come in just before New Year's, but it was just too busy. When I came into town and I joined my friend Dave Grohl on stage, we talked about that last week. That same night, you could see George Strait literally across the street. You go down the street and you see many more artists. I mean, it's packed. There's more artists per square inch in a city that never sleeps than any place on the planet. So what he's pretty much saying is that with all due respect to all the other artists who are terrific and who are great and iconic, we would rather wait for the traffic to die down and bring the best show on Earth. dude. That is just a horrifically embarrassing statement first of all it's vegas it's never going to die down second of all you're pretty much admitting that you can't compete with other artists uh that's this is one of those times where i think gene really just did himself a disservice by coming out with a quote like that it's just it's just not believable to me and i think it sounds kind
1: of foolish um yeah i just it's fucking gene yeah no no one no one he never like how can I explain it? It just, he's not going anywhere that will challenge him on a statement. They just yeah. allow him to talk.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. So, uh, some other stuff involving Gene, there was an article. Um, uh, this was again talking to the Las Vegas Review Journal. Uh, he's going to be opening, or KISS is going to be opening a museum in Las Vegas in March. According to Gene, it's going to include more than 50 years worth of memorabilia. Says, I was in Vegas to start working on the Kiss Museum, which is really just my collection because I got half a century of Kiss stuff and I want the fans to see it. Uh, He says uh, he was at the Rio that the other day, three tractor trailers full of stuff arrived at the museum, said it's going to be spectacular, promised there'll be hundreds and hundreds of items, including costumes, stage props, gold, platinum albums. Uh, So that's something to look forward to, which is kind of interesting uh, because who knows how long he's going to be in Vegas. We'll get to that, too. Uh, Some other news. Paul Stanley posted on Twitter uh, that he had shoulder surgery uh, and he commented shoulder surgery today. How many show related surgeries have I had? I lost count at eight. Was it worth it? Absolutely. Judge the value of what you have by what you sacrificed to achieve that goal. Okay, Paul, whatever. Thank you, Confucius. Yeah, really. I mean, g- settle down. Settle I'd, down. We can- I'd,
1: I'd pat him on his back, but his hand is in the way.
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, he got he had shoulder surgery.
1: So that's what's going on
2: with Paul and Gene right now. Well, what else there's, you got? A,
1: there's a couple of things else. Uh, yeah. Tommy's on Cameo now, if you want to get that's a Cameo. That's right. If you want to get a Cameo, Tommy's there. That's right. Yes. Um, I think Bruce is already on there as far as Kiss. Army yep. Kiss members, yep. um, and then Paul also put touching thoughts of the passing of Monkeys um, Michael Nesmith. Yes, and uh, he achieved his goal. Tom, when I he saw, did. I- I'm a fan. I like the Monkeys. I like Michael Nesmith. So I saw like artists, you know, give their condolences. I saw a thread. I don't know where it was, but it was a thread of all these celebrities talking about, you know. Michael Nesmith and his contributions and stuff. And Paul's was in there.
2: Of course, that's what he wanted. He achieved his goal. Yes, he did.
1: Yeah. Yep. And then finally, uh, good old buddy Gene had a nice, funny video. He he, Him in TMZ, all his videos he does with them are fucking hilarious. This was so good. They bring out the best of them, like the silly Gene. And Gene is talking about selling his Vegas home. And he's like, they're like, Gene, you just bought this home. Why are you selling it? And he's like, well, you know, the wife doesn't like it. And he's like, my family won't live here with me. They're like, you didn't ask before you <laughs> bought this home? And then he's like, well, my wife's Canadian. So we bought a home up there and my wife wants to move back. So we bought a home up in Malibu and we bought another one in California. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And it was just funny. He was being really hilarious. And, you know, and he, and then the my favorite part is like, I bought this house for 8.6. I am selling it for 13.7. And he mentioned it how many times, Tom? Three times that he planted
2: 137 trees. <laughs> I planted 137 trees. He's literally said it three times. And all three times, he's got no reaction.
1: Yeah. Okay. On the property next door, I bought the empty lot, and it's beautiful. I think I could sell this house for $36 million, yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to sell it less. Because I want to meet the person, so I'm thinking to myself, Tom. I told you this is what I was thinking. He thinks that some fucking hard is going to buy it because they can do him a meet and greet with him. He's like, well, I could sell it for this. I, you know, I bought it for this. Now I'm selling for this amount. Like some Kissard is going to be like, oh, it's worth about nine million. But I get to meet Gene. So, all right, I'll buy it for thirteen million, Gene.
2: <laughs> what a great idea, Zeus. $13 million meet and greets from now on at KISS shows.
1: <laughs> He's like, well, I could just sell it, but I want that person to meet me. I want to meet them and show them this house. Dude, it's not your fucking childhood house. They have all these momentum. No one cares about meeting you. If they make that much money, I'm sure they don't give a fuck.
2: There is nobody buying a thirteen point five million dollar Las Vegas house who knows who Gene Simmons is.
1: Yeah. Or <laughs> well, better yet, Tom, are they gonna spend an extra five million or so because they get to meet Gene? No, they're probably gonna pay an extra five million so
2: that they don't have to see Gene during the <laughs> transaction. Gene's in
1: the backyard, digging a ditch, planting trees. Here's 138 trees. <laughs> Vinny, I told you to put that one further away from the rest. I'm
2: trying to do the best I can. Peter, put the wheelbarrow (laughs) down now. Get over here and help
1: Vinny. (laughs) The landscaping company of Chris and Cusano. (laughs) Here
2: it comes. We need shirts made. Chris and Cusano Landscapers, pay us a hundred bucks, we might show up and trim your bushes.
1: Yes, <laughs> for the seeds and the mulch, and we don't send it to you. That's what happens. Wait a minute, what the fuck? What about me? I know how to use a rake. <laughs> See, see as they bring their friend to help out. <laughs> Pico Frilly. <laughs> hey guys, you guys thirsty? I got some fountain coal is in the back of my hatchback. <laughs> I think we need to get a fucking backsaw to cut down that stump.
3: Here we go. <laughs> Why do we always shit on these guys?
1: It's just the fucking personalities are funny. I don't know. Oh my All God. right, let's take a quick break and see if I can get fucking Chris and Gusano Landscapers to come finish up my lawn next week.
2: Hey, fuck gee, I need to trim the hedges too. What the fuck? I thought it was already done. Ah, see, they're already fired.
3: It's not going to work. Don't get Peter
2: all upset. Yeah, we're back. It's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. It ain't going to
1: work. Tom, we're doing Kiss Festivus 3. So we've done two other previous episodes. We've done them alone. This time we brought our friend Joey Casada to join us on this. These are always fun.
2: Oh, these episodes are a a blast. And this was the first year where we're like, let's bring somebody on. Let's have some real fun because it's been a fun year for Kiss. It's been a fun year for the show. Um, so we're like, all right, let's get Joey on because we love Joey, he's got a great sense of humor, he's a huge Kiss fan, he's passionate like us, he's not afraid to speak his mind and bitch about stuff. You know, he's he's got you know no filter when it comes to how he feels about the band. So um we just thought it was gonna be a great time, and it certainly was a blast. We had just an absolute laugh riot, it was amazing.
1: Yeah, he's uh he's really quick on his feet with us and he can keep up and it works. The yep. chemistry works. It just like sunny. It just works. Uh, it's it, it's evident when you hear this episode, we had a fucking ton of fun. This was one of the funnest. I was sick as a dog and still this was one of the funniest. I'm like texting you guys. Oh, yeah. our Comments laughing my ass off at some of this shit, but it's not just funny, but it it's a conversation. Yeah. And you know, I, I, it's hard to say thought provoking when you're talking about kiss. But there's a lot of fucking meat on the bone to, to discuss and to think about. And hopefully things will get better in kiss world. And we won't have all these grievances and we'll be like, you know, scraping the bottom of the barrel to come up with some. But unfortunately, I don't think that's ever going to be a problem.
2: No, we we the, the guns were blazing in this episode. I mean, uh, strong opinions. And of course, it's always done with some humor. But, you know, we're passionate. You guys listen to us. So. The stuff we're bitching about is, like Zeus said, you don't have to search too deep to make a list of things to bitch about, unfortunately. Uh, but that's what this episode is. You know, if you guys are fans of Seinfeld, you're, you're familiar with Festivus and the airing of the grievances, and we make this part of the show every year. So uh, without further ado, Zeus,
3: here it is. Hey, happy Festivus, everyone. <laughs> Welcome, newcomers. <no> <laughs> The tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it.
2: All right. So we're here with another one of our uh, good friends here. We haven't seen his handsome face in quite a while. It's the great Joey Casada to do our annual Festivus episode where we each give our top five kiss world grievances. And you guys know that me and Zeus like to bitch about kiss. So we figured Who can join us? Who's grumpy? Joey Casada is here to share his grievances. What's up, brother?
0: Yo, what's up, boys? All right. Long time, no see. Holy cow. That's right. That's right. We
2: We have New
1: York's finest, Tom.
2: We do? Where? What? what? Oh, Joey. Oh, okay. Yeah, Joey, we missed you on the cruise. You blew us off for, uh, you know, our buddy Jericho, but that's okay.
0: As soon as I heard Pooney was going on that cruise (laughs) with you guys, I said, I'm out. You know that
1: hey, Sonny Poony. what a piece of shit that guy is.
0: I did hear some uh, nice stories from the crews, the snoring stories. Oh, I heard God. a couple pass out stories. not some nice stuff.
2: It was it was it was a ton of fun. It was a ton of fun.
1: You you missed you missed night two there of constant nothing but puking. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Driving uh, through
2: like the Bermuda Triangle in the oh, middle of the
0: Caribbean god. on that ship. It was rough. Oh, it was yeah, rough. I heard horror stories really rough, right? It was oh, bad it was, for, it about, was for about for about for about
2: a 24-hour period. It was pretty ugly. Yeah. Was I love rough. it.
0: Oh, Couldn't have happened but, to better guys. Thank you, buddy.
2: <laughs> but we're well, here to, we're here to air out our grievances, and God knows we got plenty. So uh, so this is what we do. So if you're not familiar with Festivus, okay, Zeus and I are diehard Seinfeld fans. It's another reason we got Joey on. here. He's a huge Seinfeld fan. Festivus is the annual uh, holiday tradition of uh, airing your grievances. So we said, let's combine the two things, our love of Seinfeld and our love, hate of kiss. And let's come up with our this is our third annual Festivus episode. So uh, our grievances here, Joey, you're the guest.
0: Let's start with you. Number five, brother. I mean, Jesus Christ, where do I even start? So I, I'm going to keep, you know, I have grievances throughout the years, but I'm going to try to keep my grievances of what I feel now, like what I feel that's pissing me off lately and to this day. So my first thing, you know, you guys came up with with the perfect, perfect, perfect nickname, fucking Pandemic Paul. <laughs> so <clears throat> I'm not even, to, obviously Pandemic Paul, it started really, that really brought him to a whole new level, but just Paul in general over the last few years I, I I almost feel like it started when he released his book and I don't know if it it really started then or because I read the book, I got more mad at him for playing the victim card that you know the, his whole book and that book was so self-righteous it drew I, I had a hard time getting through it. I got through it because I was interested in what he had to say, but to me it it really hurt my fandom. Of mm. Kiss, not of Kiss, but of Paul. And mm-hmm. then, since then, all the stuff—him going online and preaching nonstop, and all the stuff that happened through the pandemic—you know, him riding his fucking bike and <laughs> him, him, him cooking on 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 the cruise. It's just
1: uh, everybody's favorite food on the tour is my meatballs.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Something about it annoys me. Maybe it shouldn't. I'm probably being petty. But something, you know, this is a really bad one. And, and I don't even mean to bring it up. But when Fran passed away, Fran, I knew Fran very well. He was on the tour when I toured with Kiss. Mm. Got to know him very well. Sweetheart guy. Uh, hard ass, but a great, great guy once you get to know him. what? Anno- this, this is the specific thing that annoyed me. Fran obviously passed away from COVID uh, really unexpectedly. And I believe it was the next day or the day after. I could be wrong. Paul tweeted a picture of some kind of pasta he made and said something like, look at this beauty I just cooked up. I'm paraphrasing, but it was something like that. And it just struck a nerve like, you stupid bastard. That's, That's what you're leading with on Twitter right now? Take a break from Twitter a few days. We don't need your uh, your spaghetti sauce all over the all over uh, the internet <laughs> right now. So I'll I'll start there.
2: Well, that's that's why we have you on the show because people who listen to us they know uh, our thoughts and feelings on Paul. We've uh, we've learned to deal with it. Uh, we've done our share of grieving airing of grievances on pandemic Paul. But yeah, we we feel you, buddy, buddy, with that one.
1: And I had something so good to say, but Joey likes to you know, talk a little bit. If you haven't noticed, I forgot. <laughs> and it was a compliment
0: to you, Tom. Listen, that's not my fault. This moron forgets what he has to say. <laughs>
1: seconds. That's why he forgot what it was, because it was going to be something nice to me. <laughs> it was something that you say, Tom, constantly about. Oh, I know what it is. It came okay. back to me. So okay. you know what Tom says? And you said mentioned about the book. Tom always brings up the fact that you know that he was waiting for everybody else to go and him to get the last word. Oh, no, no. doubt. And he just bang. You bang. You bang. Take this. Take this. Take this. It wasn't like, hey, I have a story to tell. I don't care who talked first. This is the story. It was, let me fucking unload on everybody. Yeah, it was the scene from Coming to America. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. And fuck
0: you. <laughs> That's, that was it. Who next? And, and you know that, what? I don't even mind the fuck yous. I, listen, I don't mind him doing that stuff. I yeah. mind... Everyone was to blame for everything in his life except him. Everyone.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. The victim stuff gets very exhausting. It oh, does. I hear exhausting.
0: you.
1: All right. Zeus, you want to go next? Or you want me to go next? I'll go next. Okay. Go ahead. How about this? What do you got? We all agree. And I think in kiss world that animalized live is pretty damn fucking special. Hell Ooh. yeah. They haven't done anything about it. Mm-hmm. They never put it on us like a CD or record or put a new like extra footage or bonus stuff, or put it out as a new video, home video, or made it Kiss Alive 3 or something at the time, and put Eric Carr on a live album. To me, the way that Kiss Animalize Live is underappreciated is a grievance for me. They should have done more with it, and they should have promoted it, and it should be bigger in Kiss World, in my opinion.
2: Not going to argue there, buddy. That's a great call. Um, yeah, you know they got the VHS. I, I, you know, I, I might be speaking out of line here. I'm not. Maybe somebody can correct me. Um, was it officially and properly released on DVD? Because I know the DVD that I have, I got it on a, I got it as a bootleg from overseas on eBay. Not so true. I don't even, yeah. I don't even know if they released a proper official DVD.
0: I don't think it was ever officially released. And again, stuff like, I couldn't agree more with you, Zeus. That's one of my all-time favorite shows ever by Kiss. Yeah. Uh, If not my my favorite live video that I've ever seen, ever. I played that as a kid constantly. But that could be a rights issue. If I remember, you know, we're filming this for an MTV concert. You know, Uh, Oh, yeah. So it could be an MTV-owned thing, a Viacom thing. Who the hell knows?
2: Good call.
1: What is someone asking for? I want to release Animized Live. Well, give us $10 million. They're not asking for something ridiculous. Gene's like, why pay for it when we can release fucking Hello Kitty Gene Simmons dolls instead?
3: Right. (laughs) That's That's a good point.
2: Yeah. All right. All right. My number five. So for me, so, you know, I'm a vinyl guy. Um, I, I like, you know, bootleg stuff and all that. And I was really, really excited when it was announced that Kiss was going to do off the soundboard. That they were going to do officially licensed "quote unquote" bootlegs until I realized what they were releasing for their first one. Come on, man! You've given us a 2001 show. I understand it's got Ace; people were excited about that. But it, you know, it's got it's Paul, Gene, Eric, and Ace—kind of a rare combination of, of performances. The set list is bland. I'm not going to spend a ton of time on the set list. Spoiler alert: during Festivus, yeah. The set list is pretty standard with everything we're hearing today. I mean, don't give us that. You, if you're going to kick off a new official series, and the story is that there are going to be future off the soundboards. Somebody was saying that there might be two or three coming in 2022. Give us something that we've never heard. Give us something, you know, Eric Carr never got a proper live album. You know, Zeus said that about Animalized. Give us something like that. Don't kick off a new exciting series with some boring 2001 show with songs we've been hearing forever. So that's my number five.
0: Yeah, I'm mean, again. I can't. You know, I can disagree with that a little bit. Go Just ahead. Because they released something, I was like, "Whoa, wow! They're, they're actually doing something." So I agree. I, I was thrilled with that. Me too. And I, I was actually. It's it's funny. I always think about this. I, I wonder. I thought it was a ballsy move coming out with the 2001 with that weird lineup with Ace and Eric and stuff like that. I agree. But I have a I have a feeling they're so out of touch. They had no say, no call. They didn't even they didn't even know what was coming out. That's how out of touch I think and hands-on they are lately.
2: That's that's also very true. Again, everybody keeps talking about universal owning everything and it could have just been that. Um I, yeah, no, don't get me wrong. I was excited about it. I thought the lineup was unique, but you know, in retrospect, first of all, I think the I thought that the it it's it's a horrible live set. It's something that I bought and I'll probably never listen to again, but you know, that that's, that's beside the point, but that that's my number five grievance for there. So Joey back to you, buddy, what do you got for number four?
0: Yeah. So I I got to go. This is one that's, that's been bothering me forever. Uh, it's just the lack of Eric Carr, anything mm. lack of celebrating Eric, bury burying poor Eric over the years and never celebrating and embracing what he did. They're, you know they're always only talking – They can only talk about the newest product. They can't. It's almost like they want to bury some of their past. And and I oh. get it. You know, some stuff succeeded, some stuff didn't. But you know, sell. You know, this guy is loved by all the fan base. Eric is is the one person I think is is universally loved by Kiss fans. There's always people who don't like Gene, don't like Paul, don't like Peter, don't like Ace. It seems like everyone loves Eric Carr, and they do. Absolutely nothing to embrace his legacy, especially, you know, his 30 year anniversary of his passing just came about. Why not do something for that? Release one live show with Eric, like you said, as as the next off the sound one recording. Do something to celebrate Eric's legacy, his makeup, toys, anything.
2: I love that. I think that's great, especially you throwing in celebrating it by releasing maybe something special you know, an EP or a live collection or something, but you're right. And, and I'm glad you brought this up because this isn't in my, this isn't in my list, but you know, like you said, the lack of like respect for like the history, Zeus and I have kind of talked about this, how they have a very hard time recalling or honoring the, their past sometimes with the exception of like some of those real early records where they're still playing a lot of the set list from, but you know, yeah, you, you get, you get a tweet, from gene you get a tweet from eric uh uh, from uh, from paul and that's kind of it and 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 to me you're right 30 years a key a key member of the band one of the like you said one of the most beloved if not the most beloved member of the band and uh i I think that's a great call i I, i'm with you
1: i think a little bit has to do with if they start going down that rabbit hole of eric Carr and the makeup then they're gonna be like oh well if we're gonna show makeup number five That means we have to show number six. I don't want him involved in anything we're doing. Maybe so that Vinny part to it might have some sort of influence. Plus there's some, there's gotta be something and I'm, we're not the kiss nerds that some other podcasts are that there's some rights issue there because that unmasked t-shirt that came out and Eric is he's blacked out. I I
2: have the shirt. He's blacked
1: out. You know what I'm talking about? Joey, that unmasked t-shirt, And then there's a, the drummer's face is nothing. Yeah,
0: between you and me, there, there's no rights issues. It's just laziness on their part. There is, okay. it, it's a, it's a phone call. That's what it is. It's, it's not a rights issue. I think they, they you know, unfortunately they try to bury that there were ever other personas. They're trying to force feed us the four, you know, makeup designs that was kiss. And that was forever kiss. And when Paul brings up frog boy and goat man and all that stuff, I want to, I want to strangle him.
2: I think you guys both bring up a a great point. Zeus, you said it and Joey, you just said it. I think right now they are, they are in uh, 100% on the demon, the star child, the spaceman, the Catman. That's it. And you're right. And it's a shame. I I think, I think you're both right with
1: that. So what do you, what do you got for me? I think there is, when we're talking about a lack, Uh, This was going to be my number four, Tom, but you already took it off the the soundboard. So believe me, I can think of a fucking grievance with Kiss (laughs) like that. Go ahead. So mine was going to be the same thing. I I didn't say anything about off the soundboard. So I'll just quickly say, yeah, I I was underwhelmed with what they had with the material. When you see what the Destroyer box set came in, Hmm. what that was all about, and then you see off the soundboard. I mean, it's a joke. There's not no inserts, nothing, no photos. There's not even a
2: picture of the band.
1: Kiss, the most visual band of all time. And there's fucking paper bag. Stupid. Anyways, my thing is there's an era of Kiss that does not get as much attention as it should. And that is 78 to 82 Kiss. Yes. The mixture. Love it. Those are the albums or the bootlegs that I want to see. A concert with a with a solo album uh, uh, song on it, a concert with uh, some unmasked tunes on it, a concert with some dynasty tunes. Those are the ones that are always forgotten. They don't make the live albums. They don't make anything. So when we see the live albums, it's always the same. Whether it be Alive, Alive Two, and then you get into everything since the reunion are the same. I would say what thirty songs. Yeah. Every once in a while, something gets subbed in for the other. Oh, making love is on on this thing. Okay, great. You know, oh, they played uh, "Going Blind," which is ridiculous. Of all the great songs they have, those are the ones they bring out once in a while. But anyways, seventy eight to eighty two, I love that, and I wish they could focus on that and put some more stuff out there because we know, you know, Super Kiss. That shit's fun. Kiss meets the Phantom. That stuff's fun. Eric Carr in the band with makeup with Ace. That's a different lineup. Give us some more of that shit. So that's my grievance. 78 to 82. Yeah, yeah, I wish I wish I can start
0: disagreeing with you stupid fucks, but I can't. I I couldn't agree more. That era right there is like the forbidden era of Kiss. You know, it's like, ooh, don't you know, that's they weren't good then. Or, you know, they were forbidden to talk about then. I love, you know, Unmasked, The Elder, Creatures. Mm-hmm. I love that stuff. And and uh, Killers, all of that yep. stuff is so, like, taboo when, when you bring it up to KISS fans. I couldn't agree more. I would love, to, even when I see a photo shoot that I've never seen before from that era, mm-hmm. I go crazy. I love that era of KISS.
2: Um, I'm, I'm with you. It's, like, it, it's such a sweet spot for diehard fans, and I think the reason why it's such a sweet spot is exactly the reason why it's one of your grievances because it's there's nothing really out there other than the studio albums and Paul and hides from Phantom, they hide from the elder. Yeah. But but no, nah, you're right, you're right. It's it's a it's a
1: great era for us diehards. So. If you've noticed, Paul only likes the part about KISS when Kiss was at their highest. So of it's course. always everything up to Alive too. Yep. And then it's only reunion stuff era. Yep. Yep. He, everything else wasn't at its best. So all the non-makeup. All the elder, all the unmasked stuff. He's not into that shit. That shit, uh, that's just garbage. Yeah. Well, Thanks. that's what drives
0: me so crazy about Paul, especially. Uh, they. All they do is talk about, we don't care what the critics say. We're kiss. Yeah, kissed. We're, yeah right. You're the, you're, if anything, you're the most guilty of, of any band in history about that. Because yeah. this, the era with the elder, you were so behind it. But because it was a commercial flop. Now you've disowned it. Well, this was the biggest disaster. We, we should have never done that. Horseshit. Yes, you should have done it. Yeah. It was great. It didn't succeed. Doesn't mean it wasn't good. It mean it wasn't, maybe it wasn't just, you know, easily consumed by the public. Doesn't mean it wasn't good. Yeah, just yeah, say,
1: a, just say the, the KISS fandom wasn't ready for that. They weren't expecting that. And we had a couple different, you know, detours. We did a pop album. We did a disco type album. We did a concept album. They wanted the straight ahead rock and roll. Well, whatever. But don't say it sucked when you a hundred percent put everything into it and want to everybody shut up. Close, close your eyes. Listen so, to this with just your headset. You believe that shit. Now or will you? You weren't on drugs to say you weren't drugs. So I, you can't deny it. You believed it. Now you I said. Lie. I,
2: I said that during our Elder review. I'm like, yeah. you are you were stone cold sober when you do it. Bob Ezrin can blame the the the, the, the booger sugar and the cocaine for <laughs> fucking that album. You are straight as an arrow. So and I was gonna have this on my grievance list, but it's something we talk about frequently, so I didn't want to put but just shitting
0: on parts of their <laughs> career pisses me off to no end. It's a bad look. They're, they're so nearsighted, they don't understand the reason why. Goofy bastards like us and all the other podcasts and the other everyone else that talks about Kiss and Love's Kiss still to this day. It's because of all the different genres and eras that they Absolutely. went through.
2: Absolutely.
0: If we had 30 albums of rock and roll over, you know what? I don't even though yeah. as as much as I love rock and roll over it's it's incredible, I don't I love Kiss because if I'm in the mood for something like Unmasked, I put it on. If I'm in the mood for Crazy Nights, I put it on. If yep. I'm in the mood for Creatures, I put it on. It's totally different.
1: Mm-hmm. Great and that's call. why I always say when people are like, oh, they have one too many tracks. They shouldn't have had 15 tracks. Why? I think Betrayed is one of their worst songs. But guess what? That guy over there said that's the best song mm-hmm. on that album. Mm-hmm. Who gives a fuck? I can press skip. It's okay. Give me as much as you want. I like it all. And you can have different opinions on everything. Not, not everything has to be great to everybody across the board. That's
2: right. That's right,
1: Tom. All right. Now, so number four for me, this one's a little bit easier. I, I don't. I don't think
2: we're going to go off the rails like we did on 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 the last topic for Zeus. But um, I was hoping that because right now they're doing a really good job for me. I, I'm, I'm a collector guy. I'm a vinyl guy. They're doing a really good job of honoring anniversaries for albums we saw them this year obviously the destroyer super set they did a, a special thing for the elder a special thing for rock and roll over they're doing a really good job at anniversaries well this year was the 20th anniversary of the box set and they didn't acknowledge it at all i would have liked something for me as a vinyl guy i would have liked to have seen that remastered and released on vinyl it was never released on vinyl it was only a cd box set maybe it maybe uh a 20th anniversary packaging uh with you know maybe a couple songs that didn't make it when it was released in 2001 um you know in, in a in an extra booklet something just to commemorate because that was a big deal for us kiss fans in 2001 like oh, holy yeah. shit they're digging into the vault There's going to be some demos There's going to be unreleased tracks There's going to be a huge book that was a huge deal i remember i i went out and got that the day the day it came out. i think we all did um so for a band that's been doing a pretty good job of honoring anniversaries, I was a little disappointed that just kind of came and went with no, really no acknowledgement at all, other than their Twitter saying, where were you when this came out 20 years ago? I would have liked to have seen something.
0: Yeah, great one. I, I forgot to told all about that. It's a funny story. Not who, Whoever doesn't know me uh, on the show, I was in a Kiss tribute band at that time, and Gene and Paul hired us. And we appeared at, at Tower Records with them in, in New York City. Yes. And we did the whole appearance with them. We were on the news and stuff. It was the first time I was Eric Carr. And I was I have some pictures with Gene and yeah. Paul. And they were, they were like, Paul was freaked out. He's like, wow, dude, this is yeah. weird seeing you as Eric. But yeah, I love that box set. I think that's totally underrated. Yeah.
1: It's a great collection. I, I remember certain things like in music for me. I remember this box set coming. out. I remember Zeppelin's box set coming out oh, yeah. at that age and you run out and buy it. Like the internet was still kind of new when the kiss yeah. box set comes out. Yep. So for, you know, a local kid, I'm not, I wasn't a kiss collector or anything. I was a, a fan like you. I didn't know about demos. Oh, this is the demo from this album. Oh yeah. I already had that on bootlegs. I didn't have any of that shit. So when this came out like mad dog, don't you hesitate. Yes. songs well, are fucking incredible. How come they weren't on anything? Love the box set. And the fact that people like Tom and others that are vinyl collectors or idiots, I mean, uh, you know, that spend money for the same
3: shit just to put it on
1: vinyl, but they love that. They don't get a chance to have it. <coughs>
3: Throw
1: yeah. it out there. You'll make money. You're not going to lose money on it.
2: Exactly. Just
1: Even put it on vinyl. Yep. You know, I yep. know. I- I'm with you. I get that, Tom. Okay. So number three to Joey.
0: I mean, let's, let me start off by saying I forgot to say in the beginning. I, I would assume everyone knows that I'm a I'm a gigantic <laughs> Kiss fan. So oh, of course, you know, of course, I, yes. I, I'm shitting all over them right now because you know this is what have we you, do on your show. But have you heard uh, our show? <laughs> yeah. But that's the that's the point of Festivus. It's a humorous
2: it's a humorous look at shitting on the band we love. It's our one time a year. We dedicate
0: it just for this. So I'll, my number three, I'm going to – my number three – where are we up to number three?
2: Number three, Joe, yes.
0: My number three – Ten more to go, uh, buddy. <laughs> I'm going to go with – I think the downplaying of the significance that Ace and Peter had during the reunion tour and the, that whole era mm-hmm. is one of the biggest oversights in history. I okay. think – you know, when they say, you know, they, they came back as hired guns and we kept the train rolling for the last 10 years, blah, blah, blah. Horse shit. Because if Kiss hypothetically stopped playing when Ace left in 82, did nothing in the 80s, and then 96 happened, it's just as big as if Kiss was in makeup, if not bigger. So I think, you know, the Gene and Paul holding the the flag of we, we were, we, you know, we kept the brand alive all these years that therefore, you know, you guys have to come back as hired guns. And then, then their contracts, you know, they didn't even get a a lot of the merch and all this other stuff. I think without Ace and Peter coming back in 96, and, and I know this, there's no kiss today. They're dead in the water. So, you know, Ace and Peter, as much as they wanted back in the spotlight they could have they could have held out and, and had way better deals than they really got.
2: Zeus, you were shaking your head. Go
1: first. All right. So Alice Cooper, Kiss, who's bigger? Kiss. By far, in my opinion. Of yes. course. Okay, you know what Kiss would be doing? They'd be doing the Monsters of Rock Cruise. Like Alice Cooper. If what? If if they didn't have the reunion. They'd still oh, be going. Uh, well, I'm not saying they wouldn't still be going, but
0: they would be going like they went in, you know, the early nineties and stuff like that.
1: And they still had the, you know, the kiss fans and club shows. I'm not saying
0: saying that when I say dead, I don't mean not playing at all. I'm saying they would have never been who they are right now. Again,
1: they they wouldn't be doing like sold out arena tours. Like they are now the other aspect of it. And we've had this discussion before, uh, while I agree in some parts of this, the part that I don't, I don't agree with, it isn't just because Ace and Peter. It's the fact that they put the makeup on. Of course. So if Ace and Peter came back and they didn't put the makeup back on, no. and they're just Ace and Peter no. back in the band, it's not the same thing. So when you add the makeup and the spectacle and the blood and all that other stuff, that combined. Now, let's say Peter wasn't around. Let's say Eric Carr didn't pass away. You don't think it'd be just as big? Eric would. Carr's wearing the cat makeup. Uh,
0: if, the, if they would the have Fox tried makeup? to, if they would have tried to sell Tommy and Eric in '96, no. let's say they didn't want, they didn't want to work with Peter and Ace again, and they tried to do it with Tommy and Eric, or even Bruce and Eric at that time, it would have flopped on its face. I agree Be- because it was the original kiss. Yep. Back on magazine covers, looking exactly how they did in 1977. That's what made that tour what it was. No one, would went to, no one would have went to. No one would have went to see it just because of the makeup.
1: No, I think especially let's say if Ace wasn't alive or Peter wasn't. Yeah, I think it, they'd be big. I think the tour would be big. The fact that you have them and they're alive and they're sitting on the side and you put two other guys in there without asking those guys originally. Yeah, then that would look like, oh, you guys are being wicked cheap here. That doesn't work. But I always think that it's the makeup. Let's be blunt. Putting the makeup and everything back on in the show. It's the biggest part of it. It's gene. Everyone. It's gene is the visual gene is what you think of when you think of makeup kiss. Yep. That is the big thing. No offense. The reunion, everybody to us, we love it. Do you think the casual fan that went back in the reunion was part of the show was like, Oh, that's the original ACE Fraley. Oh, that's the original Peter Chris. I don't, I just Mm -hmm. think they know it's the original bands back together. Oh well, yeah, there was a guy with a cat makeup,
0: I think. Yes, but I think what you're overlooking, I think promoters and networks and magazines would never have given the reason why the reunion was such a success was the media coverage. The media coverage was oh, through the roof, unbelievable. They were on TV and talk shows and every oh, magazine. Yeah, I believe that, and that and was Doc a with, lot of that. But without the original guys there, I don't think they get that press. That they oh, got. I agree. I think you're right. Yeah, I, I mean, think so right.
1: I, I'm not pushing That's, car on this. Yeah. The only thing I'm just saying is a lot of it had to do because they came back at the same time. So let's say they did the makeup and everything and then they left and then they put it back on and brought them all back again. It's not that big of a deal Agreed. because the makeup and the image in the seventies, and there was a big, you know, Reunion, Pulp Fiction in the seventies look, the movies, everything was glamorized in the seventies and those nineties. It's only yep. twenty years before. No, and so a lot of people had that nostalgia for it.
0: And again, all I'm saying, oh, my, my main point was, was it didn't matter that I listen. Eighties Kiss might be my favorite era of Kiss, so yeah. I'm not downplaying that. All I'm saying is, you take Eighties Kiss out of the equation, yeah. it doesn't hurt the reunion at all.
2: No, I agree, I and I think and I, if no, I
0: anything, think it, if anything, I, I think, think it makes the reunion bigger. I, Joey, I, I'm I'm, I don't, Joey, don't. I'm I kind they, of I'm,
2: I'm, I'm on I board. I'm on, on I'm on board with that, Joey. And I think you you also said something too. It's a power move by Gene, and we know that because Gene's Gene to say we kept the train going without us, blah 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 that sounds good on paper and maybe to a casual fan. They're like, Oh, you know what? He's right. You know, Paul and uh, Peter and ACE weren't there from, you know, all the way the eighties up until now, but let's be serious. The diehards loved that era of kiss. If that, if, if the band broke up after creatures of the night, and none none of those albums existed. You're right. The reunion would have been just as massive at '96. I think.
1: Come on, let's be blunt. It's money, of course. Gene and Paul still own Kiss. You guys are making shit for money. That's right. You want to come back? You can make zero. Continue what yeah, you're doing, or course. you can each make mil- become million. I would rather. I would rather Gene, I would rather Gene have said that.
2: That have said, No, no, we've been keeping the train going. Right. That train is like Thomas the tank engine in the eighties. It's not that Be- big of a train.
0: Because if I'm Ace and Peters' lawyer or manager, I say the opposite. I say, you know what, you did keep it running, but you almost you ran it into the ground twice. Correct. KISS went bankrupt in the in the late eighties. They went yeah. bankrupt. They were not KISS was not a financial success in the eighties. Right, and I mean, then, by the, then by the time ninety five comes, they're done again. They're destroyed. Yep. They're playing conventions. They have no success right there.
1: It's you're right. It's a it's a great one. You're right. Yeah, I mean they're gonna use the you know gene. Of course. I have the power. Of course. It's a and, and I give the them This brand is in my name. So why right. don't we just help them out? Why help them out? Because fuck them. Fuck them. Nah. That's why. <laughs> All right, yeah, Zeus. What do you got? Number Joey. three. All right. Number three for me. This one might get a little controversial. Uh oh, yeah. Um you know what gets on my nerves? Kiss Girlfriends. Oh, Mm, I've been saving this one. So Reunion (laughs) Kiss would have worked better and I know Peter is happy as fuck. His wife treats him good but his wife fucked up a lot of Peter's gig with Kiss because she became so fucking aggravating. Rachel Gordon has fucked up aces anything (laughs) with Kiss. That fucking catastrophe. It's a train wreck. (laughs) I can't help but looking at her Facebook page I can't help oh, but looking too. at this stuff. And then if you think the fucking Muppet ace learned any lesson, <laughs> no, this is my new chick. I'm at her house, taking her kids to fucking play hockey. At one point he calls her his wife. He got like, Hey, dumbass, stop bringing these people into your fucking life. You think Paul sees this and is like, yeah, well, let's bring Ace back. And he doesn't want anything to do with you and your fucking hanging on girlfriends. Stop bringing these fucking moochers into the kiss world. And then all of a sudden, Rachel Gordon, that disaster brings sister and then she's fucking saying shit and she's living with me and Paul treats her like shit. Dude, get a fucking job. (laughs) He left me in the desert. I have no money or food. You live in California. I guarantee you they have more fucking social programs, welfare food stamps or <laughs> than any other state possible. Go and fucking sign up and get benefits. If you can't work because that's it not our goal for you. I know, but I'm, I just right. like, I just want to be like, shut the fuck up. He doesn't owe you shit. He doesn't have to pay you. You're not his wife. You dumbass. It's like, ugh, I can't stand it. And that shit is the stuff that's like, dude, every day she's out there calling Gina rapist and Paul a psychopath. You think they're like, yeah, let's can't wait to bring Ace back. Oh, look, he's got a new girlfriend that's <laughs> fucking running all his shit again, even though she's smoking hot She's with his Muppet ass. <laughs> but like, what the fuck, dude? Uh, see, to me, see, this this is this is where we differ.
2: To me, I think all that shit is fucking hilarious because it's so pathetic. It's radi- ridiculous. Rachel Gordon is such a sad sack. She Dude. knows that there's programs. She does not her goal is to destroy the band, particularly Ace. And because she's such a pathetic loser, sad sack, no one give, pays her any mind, and they shouldn't because the woman is fucking deranged. But you're right. I think, I do think that Ace, I, I think that to me, that's like, you're right. It's extra
1: shit attached to Ace that, that, they don't want to deal with all. that
2: shit. Paul doesn't want anything to do
1: with it. Look at, it, but look at Shannon. Fucking got her own shit. She's cool. Yeah. And when she pops up, she's giving Gene shit. Yep. She obviously loves him. She never gets in the middle of kiss shit G- Paul's wife? Never. Never Paul just fucking puts like anniversary photos of her. Yeah. I guess I don't know if she was the attorney or his ex-wife is her. Like you never hear them getting in the middle of their shit. Peter, Gigi, this, GG, this. And I love Peter. And I know she takes care of you. But shut the fuck up about your wives. The band doesn't like them. You're not going to have the reunion that I want because of these fucking women. What I, I, the get,
0: fuck? I I couldn't disagree more. Finally, I, oh I disagree with something. I think it's great because <laughs> oh. for 30, 40 years, all we get is corporate kiss feeding us the same interview over and over and over again. And that's going to lead into my next pick later. But – this is something. Sub- this is Jerry Springer kiss no, version. It's, I, it's it's dirty. It's oh, dirty. Want to hear, it's Rachel Gord,
1: wait, you want to hear Rachel Gordon describe how she put a dildo up Ace's ass? Yes, yes, I'd rather
0: is hear that, that than then, buy the new kiss. Vinyl purple, green, and blue, 79.95.
1: I don't want to hear it. It's the same shit. Oh, <laughs> dude. And tagging TMZ and 15 other uh, quarantine, tagging fucking the talisman, tagging like 30 people, oh, LA think, Times, Gene Siemens raped me. Raped me. Well, that listen, I'm not saying assaulted don't, don't, me. Like, what I the just,
0: fuck? I just like I like the drama and the gossip. I think oh, it's it, it's good, it's good
1: for me. It's just, I, I I just want these guys to fucking be able to get Paul and Gene and be like, you know what? Let's just fucking bring them back. They ain't bringing them back with that shit drama. They're just not. Anyway, right. that's my grievance. Go ahead, guys. All right. My number three.
2: Uh, so th- this one could go off the rails a little bit. So th- this is one. It's attached to, we see it a lot on, on all the Facebook groups. Um, and we see it a lot. Maybe I don't want to say recently, but we see it on our Facebook group, the Shout Out Loudcasters. And you see it everywhere, and that is the humorless kiss fan. I'm sorry if I stole that from you, Zeus. I'm sorry. Oh, you, you hundred percent did. Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's it's the fan that's that would listen to this episode and be like, I I can't. What's I can't believe they do. I can't believe they're shitting on the. What, What top five grievances? How can you call yourself a Kiss fan if you have a grievance? How can this they be ridiculous? Kiss fans? Do you guys, call Kiss fans? What? That's out of yeah, Kiss Yeah, d- this is this is ridiculous. I I, love, I think I off the soundboard was terrific. That was great. What do you, I loved it. Like, have it, step back and take a fucking joke. If you can't laugh at yourself, you can't laugh at anybody. And look, with hundred and fifty <laughs> something fucking episodes, it's our favorite band on planet Earth. Of course, we love them, but there's plenty to shit on, and it's <laughs>
1: laughable to do it. So fucking people lighten up. Do you know where he's coming from? So recently, even this last weekend, there's a picture of Ace and his girlfriend at the dinner table. <laughs> he looks lately, besides a Muppet, lately he looks like the Cowardly Lion.
0: Oh, I like saw that picture. <laughs> okay, so you saw it.
1: <laughs> our fucking most of the fans that listen and go on our fucking went off. Loved it. Hilarious. They were taking the photo, then putting her next to the fucking Cowardly Lion. It was hilarious, and then there's like three or four people. I don't understand. I wish I looked this good at seventy. I don't get you. How can you call yourself a Kiss fan? I think Ace looks great. What do you look like? I say I'm a handsome bastard. But I, are you fucking kidding me? Look at him. It also look at him. It also started that funny.
2: It started too not long ago when our when our good buddy Sterlino who took over on the Loudcast group and just posting just our kind of humor, just not nothing, nothing, you know, insensitive, racist or or insensitive, stupid humor, shit, you know, posting memes and and everybody just, and then all of a sudden, is this the kind of stuff that gets posted on this Facebook group? What what, what is this? I don't understand this. I'm like, Hey, you know what? Go join the other fucking 50 Facebook groups where they kiss their ass and say how wonderful every single thing they've ever done is for the last 50 years is because that's the wrong group. Yeah. Laugh a little people.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, those types of fans, you can't even deal with them. how could you, can't. you talk you can't even talk to them. It's no, impossible. You can't. Again, I consider myself one of the biggest KISS fans on the planet, but I can complain about them all day long while I'm fucking listening to them and watching the DVD. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right, uh, Joey, what do you got? Number two. Again, all of these lead right into each other because they're, they're perfect setups. So of course. One thing that KISS does, and they, they do it more now than ever, but over the years. All they want to do is force feed you whatever the new thing is and they completely disregard everything else. They have to only concentrate on and I get it. It's sales marketing one one but it's, it's, it's so transparent now when kiss, all they do is the Dubai show. It's the biggest show in the history of this. And it's, <laughs> I get it, but still celebrate kiss. There's so much stuff you guys can be doing. Don't only force feed the new thing. The, when they went on that first press run for the end of the road tour, it was nauseating, nauseating, because yeah. all they it was the same interview they did 700 times. You know, and I have, all, you know, again, to show my, my KISS nerddom, I have every bootleg of all the media collections throughout the years, and if you go watch those, if anyone has the old KISS Vision DVDs, oh, those if are you the go best. watch the old KISS Media Collections, Go put on every year and it's, it's unreal. Every media collection, they do the same press tour for whatever the new thing is. Oh, this new rec, this is like destroy. This is like destroyer mixed with this. And it's the same interview over and over again, except plug in the new thing. It's so annoying.
2: It's, it's, it's a good one because I think it also kind of piggybacks a little bit. What we said earlier was it's like, you're focusing so much on the new, and you get it. There is sales, but you do it at the expense of dismissing the past sometimes. Yes. And I think that's I, and I think that's what furiates kiss fans like us, the diehards. Oh, you like this? That's
1: nonsense. Listen to this new thing, exactly. right? Bingo. Right?
2: Yep. Yeah. Bingo. It's just,
1: we're gonna show you how the big boys do it. Shut the fuck up! And oh. it comes back to haunt them all the time. Yep. Remember, we were reading Monster Inside Monster. Oh, this isn't just the greatest. Kiss album in the last 20, 30 years. This might be the greatest rock album. Monsters, the greatest rock album in the last 30 years. Dude, it is. Oh,
2: don't it, even get me going. Go back un- and listen to our Monster review if you really want to know oh, what I it's. That.
0: It's unlistenable.
2: Yeah, there you go. Not, thank not, you. Joey. Not your review,
1: the album. That's no, right. thank you, Joey. <laughs> That's all right. So, Zeus, what do you got? Number two. Tom, I'm going to piggyback a little bit on your humorless Kiss fans. Do it. I'm going to go with the phrase that has become you know, quite popular amongst kiss world. And that is kiss tards. (laughs) I am annoyed at kiss tards. So yeah, it encompasses the humorless people, but it also encompasses just the fucking, Oh my God, there's a Funko fucking kiss album. Boom! Breaks Walmart's fucking website down. People fighting in the street. I went to 18 Walmarts. They didn't have it. I called up the manager. Dude, that is the uh, that is 40-year virgin part. It's how bad did the manager at Walmart laugh at you when you were screaming at him for a fucking kiss Funko doll? Seriously. It's just... It's just all encompassing. Like, can't there be a happy medium? We all love Kiss. Yeah, I want to see that rare fucking concert. Yeah, I want that bootleg that I do But I'm not like, oh, my God, the end of the earth is happening. I fucking found a Paul Stanley toenail. <laughs> Morons are buying fucking Paul Stanley fucking carpet cut up.
0: Like what Oh, that's my favorite. That's the best. Oh, pieces of his fucking carpet. Too, right? And, and, and oh, they're framing my- it. Oh, oh, my God. Like, I, I love got, it. Oh, my God. I, I, I was, wish it, I would have remembered that. Great one, Zeus.
1: I'm at the 99. It's a restaurant. I don't know if you guys have them in New York. It's like a chain store, like a TGI Friday, something like that. Okay, I'm sitting there finishing my meal with my daughter, who's now into Kiss, has Kiss End of the Road shirt, gets up guy and his wife are in the booth next to us. He goes hey you like kiss young you know like young lady it's about our age and stuff she's like yeah i'm like yeah i got her in there why wow, you like him? Goes, love them uh, you know we're talking a little bit i told mama like, cruz he's on his phone bidding on those fucking rub and play kiss stuff watching our buddy kevin jepson the kiss live kiss auction <laughs> and he's right next to me he's like oh, yeah, Kevin's got this great thing going. I'm like, what? And and this guy is a nice guy. He's like, oh, oh, your podcast. Yeah, I've heard you. You know, it's just I'm like, and I'm not trying to shit on the guy because, you know, he's a a great guy. Him and his wife is just like, this only happens with Kiss fans. Like dinner with his wife and he's on his iPhone (laughs) bidding on Kiss Rub and Play, whatever that fucking thing is. It's
2: like, sir, can I take, Sir, can I can I take your order? Uh, no, you're going to have to wait one second. I'm almost close to winning this bid on a kiss. You know what kiss live auctions are? Yeah. Come here. Take Fucking
1: Jeff Trot just outbid me. What the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, just. Uh, I, I guess I find humor in kiss tards. There's a lot there. And I'm not trying to be mean or bully about it. But it, it's just sometimes frustrating. It's over the top. It's yeah. craziness. And it paints us. Like, oh, my God, are you a Kiss fan? Oh, my God. It's also,
2: you see it sometimes, too, in our text group where, so say Kiss releases like a new uh, a new vinyl or something, and then you see these guys on Facebook, they'll post a picture, and they'll be like, oh, mail came today, and it's like 17 copies of the orange <laughs> rock and roll over. <laughs>
3: oh, and somebody's and I so, somebody, I see,
2: I see this, I read the comments, somebody's like, dude, why did you buy 17 of these? And they'll be like, why not? The, it's my collection. Be like, well, because you bought fucking 16 extras and now I don't have one because you have them. You fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: another line from uh, 40 Averg. Why yeah. do you have that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why do you have that? <laughs> exactly. It was worth a lot of money. <laughs> well, it's not sexy. And it's my favorite one was the Ace Frehley New Origins that has like 30 different vinyl
2: Oh, God. And I was like, oh,
1: I'm getting the fucking flag day edition. I'm getting the fucking (laughs) Halloween edition. They released a Christmas one. It's red and green vital. Like they had like all these holidays for it. He had like nine different. He's got a fucking tape deck box set. Who's buying a box set of tape? Nobody has a cassette player. Who the fuck is buying this shit?
2: I don't know, man. I don't know. Kiss tards. Bingo. (laughs) All right, number two Joe for me. Joe's like, Joe's like, no, Maybe I shouldn't have come. No, this you're, show. you're so
0: <laughs> again. You're you're bleeding right into my next one. It's so it, the, the Kiss fans are so fucking dumb <laughs> that they they'll just consume anything and not even oh, realize I think that Tom's
1: next, right? That, oh, oh, I, 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 oh, I, I am, but
0: I is, right? I am, but I'm I'm he's just he's just, still, I'm he, just I'm kind just, of he's
1: piggybacking. Okay, no, oh, keep going, keep going, yeah, yeah, keep going.
0: I'm just saying that they're so dumb that they're not even seeing that the the wool is being pulled over their fucking eyes because they're being force fed crap (laughs) and not getting real content. Correct. Yep. And I'm
2: guilty of that too. Sometimes I'll fuck them. That's why. why.
0: (laughs) All right. Number two for
2: me. Now I want to preface this by saying I, I kind of understand why this exists And I understand people are going to comment and say, oh, it's logistics and that's why they have to do it. But I'm going to say that number two for me is being charged an extra $250 a ticket when you're already on the fucking kiss cruise. Okay. That's like saying, oh, you got tickets to the new Star Wars movie? Oh, yeah. Then you get in your seat. Sir, can I see your ticket? Oh, this ticket. This only gets you into the theater. Do you want to see the movie? <laughs> you got to buy a ticket to see the
0: movie. Wait a second. I don't even know this.
1: You Okay, have to buy a
0: ticket.
2: To all right. So show let me. Let me explain. Cruise? So let me. So here this. you go. So when when you get on the cruise, you 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 get on the cruise. You're all set. During the cruise, Kiss does two indoor shows in a small theater. Yeah. You have to buy those tickets, and they're 250
1: bucks a piece. <laughs> if you so. For instance, we had four in a room because everybody can get they can't just have everybody go to a show. It's not right, so enough.
2: It's, right, I get that. So yep.
1: they what they say is in our room of four, when me and Danny first got it, Pooney's brother, we had, you know, other guys are going to jump on us before Tom and Sonny came on. Me and Danny got the tickets. Everybody else that jumped in was paying for the two for the room. Now, the other two guys want to get their own ticket? Great. They'll have to find a way to buy it. First of all, most people didn't even have a chance to buy it. Originally, because now this is our Kiss Cruise where people canceled and half of no one from Europe and anywhere else was going, there was availability. So they said, okay, Sonny and, and Tom can come too. We got tickets for them. Yes. Yeah. That'll be $500. Second, 500 bucks. <laughs> what?
0: Yes. Oh, wait a second. So I know the theater you're talking about because they're, they're on the same boat as the Jericho yeah, Cruise. Yeah, because it's the same. Yeah. So does that theater for the two shows? Is every? Let's just Whoa, say this, one I, show. No, but I'm saying there's two Kiss shows, right? Yes. Yes. yes, yes. Is everyone able to see? So no. if half the crowd saw a show, nope. can half the crowd see B show? No. no. If this, this was a regular, if,
2: if this was a regular Kiss cruise where it was relatively full, okay, and it wasn't because of the travel restrictions, so the boat was pretty much empty. Two tickets per cabin so if this was a regular cruise me and sunny would not be able to see a kiss indoor show on the kiss cruise (laughs) and zeus and danny got to see them but they each had to pay 250 dollars a ticket to see it
0: and is there and listen i know they do the sail away blah 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 horse shit is there a reason why they don't just do one big show on on the deck Uh,
1: i don't know or why they don't
0: don't do another indoor
2: show well they were remember
1: they were going to have two outdoor shows and people got bullshit about it. Yep. And they got so much feedback and they went back yeah. indoors. Yep. So, again, I, I wow.
2: understand I understand there's logistics involved, but I just think that's so tacky. Oh, you spent $2,000 oh. on the Kiss Cruise? You're going to need another 250 to go see the band that the fucking cruise is named after.
1: What about the fact that you all you used to be able to fucking meet the band and get a photo with them and all that, or yep. get an autographed item? Now here's an engraved item, and the band will say "fuck you" from the stage. You don't get to meet them.
0: <laughs> I can't believe I never knew that before. That you have to go. buy a ticket. I, I knew the. I heard the stories where you can only see a show and yeah. not B show. Blah blah blah. All that stuff. No, nope. I get that, but. Two fifty. Build, build the price into the into the freaking thing. Nobody cares about the extra two fifty. It's the balls to that's... say, "Here you go, come and spend four grand on the cruise, but whoa, 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 <laughs> you can't come see the show, but yeah. it's, it's ridiculous.
1: It's ridiculous. So that's my number two. You want popcorn? Here's your kernels. I don't want kernels. I want the popcorn. Oh, you want us to actually? Meet- oh, you want us to pop the popcorn?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the the kiss the kiss oven is five hundred and ninety nine ninety yeah. <laughs> nine. the oval
2: Redenbacher Gene <laughs> Simmons edition costs extra.
1: Ah, uh, hold on, <laughs> hold on, Star Child. I have an idea. An idea. <laughs> we don't give them a ticket to the show. They buy one. <laughs> we can do that. Fuck yes. Yeah, so you, uh, st-
0: you guys are on the cruise, obviously. I heard a story where Craig Gass did a bit over the over the loudspeaker. Uh, oh, everyone, yeah. we've hit an iceberg. Oh, yeah. Uh don't but don't worry, Kiss will save you for ten thousand dollars. We will drive by and, and let you come on our boat yeah. for an extra five thousand. We'll play <laughs> rock and roll all night.
1: I think it was like Peter Chris will come by and serenade you with Beth. <laughs> <laughs> For the platinum
2: package, we'll put you on the boat
1: with a life jacket. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) It's just, what the fuck? I I mean,
0: that's unreal. I can't believe. That's incredible. There you go. All
1: All right, right. Joey. Number one, brother. One.
0: All right, so my number one is so easy. It's the grievance I've had forever. It's lack. For the most visual band in history, the lack of video release is absolutely staggering. It's mind-blowing to me. When you see even the stuff they did in the 80s, they had an album coming out every year. They starting with Animalize live on center, then they did Exposed and Confidential and Kiss My Ass and all that stuff. They were releasing long form videos every year. Even Crazy Nights the crazy, VHS. Even that everything. What are you doing? Who is running this camp? What the hell is happening over there? Even just some we just talked about the cruise. How about just releasing the cruise on DVD? I know no one buys DVD anymore. Digital download. Every after every cruise. Release the digital download. What are you waiting for, guys? You're in your 70s. You're gonna be dead. What's you're not gonna release anything?
2: Yeah. Well, they did well they did uh they did sell you the kiss 2020 goodbye live in Dubai a year ago and people still uh, nope. don't fucking have that. <laughs>
0: Yeah. But that's what I mean. That's
2: There's the an, funniest thing. Not only
0: is there a lack of imagination going on in Kiss World right now, because I really think they have no idea what they're doing. No, but the people who are actually running the ship right now, are dropping the ball and leaving money on the table. I get it. Yo, all yeah. the money is in is in the is on the road right now, and you're getting all your concert tickets and you you because Kiss he, it comes down to the same old story with Kiss. It's guarantees. Yeah. Yeah. Everything Kiss wants is is a fucking guarantee in this world. They want they don't want to release their own DVD and pay production and blah, blah, blah and all this stuff and and pay all that out of pocket. They want a company to come over and say, hey, we'll give you five hundred grand for the rights to release the Kiss Cruise 10 DVD or digital download. And then we'll also give you X amount of the profit. They want to wipe their hands, and and it's the, the laziest thing I've ever seen a brand do ever. They, Kiss should be Disney, Disney Plus, Netflix. They should be like this, and they're not.
2: Yep. I brought this up when we did our review of the Destroyer box set, and you know I I got some information that people said it wasn't you know more more of the, more of the licensing talk where you release this box set with. It's amazing. It's absolutely one of the greatest things they've ever released. And I give them credit because they deserve it. It's an amazing item. Bootlegs, demos, live albums. Why not a DVD of a Destroyer era concert? Why is there nothing in there? And people are like, well, the videos are owned by these people as opposed to that person. And I'm like, okay. And you're right. When Kiss, back in the mid-2000s, when Kiss released those Kissology sets, volume one, two, and three, some of the greatest stuff we've ever had. Yes. That Kiss, fans, Kiss fans have wanted forever. And again, I understand that there are rights issues. I get that, but it's fucking kiss. There's no better businessman in the world than Gene Simmons. Fix the rights issues and get more shit
0: out there. And and, and listen, maybe there is some rights issues with the older stuff here and there. Yep. But if if they're dumb enough to give away their rights issues for their new stuff hmm. for the last ten cruises, where's I know they're they're professionally videoing all these cruises. Oh yes. Where oh God, are they? Yeah. You, yeah. You're going to tell me they they gave the rights away to Six Man or something? Right. No fucking way! No way! Mm-hmm. No.
1: I think that's a good one, Joey. It is a really good one. Yep. Well, I'm going to kind of piggyback on that a little bit, and I figure this will be probably be Tom. So let me know if it is. If it's not, then that's fine. Good. Okay. Um, and that is kiss online.com Am I Bingo. right? Bingo. Yep, we share
2: the same number one. I'll give year. you a you new start. story. You I'll start. tell you
1: my new story, Tom. I ordered about, I don't know, maybe seven to ten things from kissonline.com when they had the Black Friday sale, you know, 50, 60, 70%. Yeah. Okay. Um, so one of the things was, they. I wanted to get, there's a great shirt that says uh, like the demon for president. Yep. Yeah. And I picked it out for the black color. For some reason, it came out white. I send them a message because you can't call because God forbid they have somebody to answer. And I said, you know, I wanted to get this. I'd like to exchange that. And then they come back to me with, oh, it's already been shipped. It's already done. I'm like, fuck, no way is it done. There's no order. There's nothing shipped. So you'll have to get that. I'd have to cancel the whole order. And so when I said that to them, now the sale price is all gone. And everything is sold out. So now I'm like, so I'm either stuck or I would pay, you know, the extra 40% for the same thing. So I'm like, fuck it. I guess I'll get the white thing. Mind you, one thing got shipped. The other ones are said now that it's being shipped. I still don't know. This was 10 days ago. And I might not have this stuff for Christmas. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not even getting into the destroyer. I'm not even getting into the Dubai stuff. I'm just giving you a new example how bad their customer services. They won't let you fucking cancel. They won't let you fix it. And then they make sure that, oh yeah, you want the discount. That's gone. So now you don't get it with the discount. It's just, I can't, I don't want to make this a fucking shit fest about just shitting on (laughs) kiss online all night. I do like some other shows for three days, but what the fuck dude? talk about fucking over your fans, the way they treated everybody on the Dubai, this, amateur hour about releasing the, the box set, I said to you guys, as soon as it got out, I'm like, I'm just going to get on Amazon. I'll have it the next fucking day. I didn't have it the next day. I had it that day. Wow. But that day was at my house, and yeah. it was like 10 bucks cheaper.
0: And you know? the KISS nerds, that I, and I see all the comments everywhere, too. The KISS nerds online who are screaming, well, it, you can't hate the band for that. That's not yes, the can. band's fault. It's the shipping company. Horseshit. It's
1: your name the band
0: hires the it's company and they should be running everything hands on and you you know what if we know about all these grievances right guess what it gets back to them too they oh, should yeah. be fixing these problems immediately the dubai thing like you said too a year later people <laughs> don't have it how could this possibly be
1: yep. how can I'm it be waiting for the one person to like i'm doing a class action suit against you guys yeah. Because this is a fucking scam, the way they did this. You know, yep. it's not motorhead.com. It's KissOnline.com. It's your fucking band. Fix this. Instead of
0: showing us your new fucking meatball recipe, <laughs> tell us how tell how you tell us how you
1: fixed the, the shipment for Kiss Online. We it talked was, about it. Do, where's we the, talk- the discount? Where's the fucking 10% off your new purchase? Oh, yeah. 10%.
2: We Not talked about 20. this during the we talked about this during the destroyer box set review about the, the, the issues with shipping. I mean, I see people online commenting right now today, right now it, it is uh it is Monday, December 13th. There are people who still don't have the box set <laughs> that they pre ordered in September for a November 19th release, where Amazon got it to people on the day of release. So all you people out there bitching and moaning about uh, supply chain all, all you fucking Art Vandalay Importer exporter <laughs> exports out there Fuck off with your supply chain Shit cause this is a kiss online And who's ever in charge of this Fuck them and it's not just that They also had a massive problem with the Elder They released yeah. that limited edition Picture disc 500 limited edition People they I, Look I'm not an expert with, with uh, Web marketing and, and, and online e-sales They oversold they people got
1: screwed. They were sending him this instead Tom, of Paul- It's because of number two for me, Kiss tards, fucking collectors went out and bought like all of them up front, we did. That's and the correct. rest. And then next thing you know, they're all up on eBay yep. for triple the amount. Yep,
0: it's true. It's but true. you guys would even know better than me. The the Kiss to buy thing was that through Kiss online or was that something no. different? No, that was so- not through. But that's what, so, right. So it's, but it's not still kiss just, right. But it's not just kiss online. If you want to point fingers, you can't, it's right. across the board, all their products, unless it's a Walmart or someplace that that's mass producing these things. When you buy anything direct from kiss, not just kiss online, yeah. you can't blame them. It's shit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's true. And, 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 and I hate to say this. I, I really do because I don't want to believe it. We've said it before, and I know that this is festivist, so I guess we'll say it now. I really don't want to believe that the band, Gene or Paul, that they're sitting there going, too fucking bad. like like I, I don't want to believe that they don't care, but the fact that these kinds of things keep happening, how can they not care? And, and, it, and, and it concerns me that they're just like, uh, they'll be back next time. No
1: worries. Yeah. No big deal. No acknowledgement. None. Hey, yes. everybody, kiss. We love you guys. You guys, we're nothing without the fans. Yep. Here here, you guys go. We know there's been some issues in our last couple of products. We'll stand by it. We'll fix it for you. We'll do this. You guys are important. Nope. Check out my new asparagus I made. Fusion <laughs> <laughs> <Use, laughs> presudo. <prosciutto. laughs> hey,
3: one <right>?
0: tweet.
1: <laughs> one tweet fixes the Kiss fans love
0: Kiss. Yeah. One tweet from Paul or Gene saying exactly what you just said, Zeus. Yeah. Hey guys, we're so sorry. It's a mess shipping, and we're, we're gonna fix everything. Don't worry. We we know what's going on. Don't worry about it. The Kiss fans would be like, Hoo-hoo-hoo. yeah. Oh my
1: jo- god, they care about us. They love Joey. us. Instead, you get fucking go buy the demon coin and go <laughs> online and fucking stockbroker Simmons. You got Paul and his. I just did 20 miles on my new bike doing bunny hops all the way.
0: They don't give a fuck. Oh, speaking of that fucking shit. <laughs> the, speaking of the bike, if, if you, you ever notice, no one you never see the whole bike. Is yeah, you know what? You know I mean, why? It's an electric bike. That's, That's why. correct. It is. Nobody he never. Someone, please call him out on Twitter. It's, it's an electric bike, you moron. It's what? like saying I just drove twenty miles in the car. Woo! What a workout. It's, it, it's true.
1: It's true. You never. All you see is his big fucking face with that helmet oh, and his sunglasses. So, it's all crooked and shit. He's and he starts to- these close-ups like why
0: you're all fucking melting this, this is going to be a weird comparison but if anyone our age would know he's starting to look like calabos from clash yes. to the titans yeah, i love that's that he's starting to look clash. like yes. he's starting to look like Calibos. From Calibos. that's what he's going to look like
1: <laughs> oh Go- my
0: god yeah listen to this episode google that you're going to see the oh resemblance
2: yes and
1: gene looks like uh miracle max from fucking uh what do you
2: call it? <laughs> they made a miracle. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, From Princess Bride. Oh, it's, uh, well, it's unreal. See, see, I. this is why we do the grievances. We purge ourselves of all the negative energy that we're
1: always going to lose fans. I, I thought you I, were a big Kiss fan. I heard you on that show <laughs> Shit on Kiss for a oh, straight I, hour. Every,
0: Listen, everyone knows. Listen, if you're a big Kiss fan, you should be able to shit all over them. Exactly. I, I'm gonna, you know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to probably fucking put on a live two and play <laughs> exactly. the Exactly. Exactly.
1: Perfect. Exactly. Joey, I think we couldn't, we picked the perfect person for this. <laughs> no doubt. It <laughs> works anytime. Um, thank you for joining us. Of course. Happy Holidays to you, your family. Uh, keep smiling. What do you want to plug for us today? What do you got going on these days? Well, first,
0: boys, always a pleasure to be on. I love you. I love you, Goofy Bastards. You know that. I want to shout out to one of my favorite mail uh, mailbag that you always read, the famous Heavy Mayo. Oh, uh, God, when you guys say that When you guys oh, say that name. Fellow every- drummer. Oh, I, is he? Oh, he's a drummer. He's a drummer. That's yep. why I love him. I knew, I knew nope. it. Anyone nope. named Heavy Mayo, I, I'm a fan of.
1: <laughs> I think he gets he gets a kick out of because I tell him he listens to pussy music. And he's like, <laughs> I listen to pussy music? I'm but like, now yeah. he's acknowledging like The outfield and, and fucking shit ballads. Like, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Heavy Mayo, don't listen to these morons. I like that stuff too.
2: Joey, you're the best. We appreciate it, man. Ho- have a great Christmas. Happy New Year. We'll be in touch, of course. Thank you for joining us. This was a blast as we knew it would be. You're the best.
1: I'll see
0: you soon, boys. All
2: right, Thank buddy, brother.
1: All right, Tom, that was Festivus. What do you think?
2: Just a blast. You know, like we said, having Joey on, it's, it's such a fun time. Uh, the three of us could talk and laugh about anything. But when you throw kiss in the mix and, and, and the fun that we have poking fun at the things that we complain about, and you, you could tell by the episode that, you know, a lot of, a lot of those things were legitimate bitch and gripe. Some of the stuff was kind of funny you know, with some with some serious tones to it. But ultimately, it's all about the passion that we have for the band. And we care enough about the band to be upset about stuff that they do or don't do. Um, and when you throw in just the humor that the three of us has together as friends, it, w- it was just a really fun time. We hope you guys experienced that too as you listened.
1: And so as you hear us throwing these out here, I, I mean, I, I tell you guys this every time. We don't discuss this stuff before online. Never, never before we before we go. So for us, this is you know me hearing Tom's stuff, Joey's stuff, and them hearing mine for the first time. Yep. And immediately we all have a reaction. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not sure, but it's there, and we all have an opinion of it because it's all it's affected all of us, and we've all thought about that. And it's still really about 15 different things that we just bitch about. <laughs> yep, yep. And uh, I I don't find any of them being a stretch. Ah, uh, you know I wish the boots on jeans uh, costume on the Elder Tour were bigger, even though there was no Elder Tour. See? Yeah, gotcha. But yep. you know what I mean. It's it, yeah. it's just it's not something silly or just out of like just grasping at straws to bitch about something These are legitimate ones, and I I think that we did it with the fucking. Uh, like a little wink in our eye there a little a little uh, uh, jest and stuff but I th- I thought it was a lot of fun and a great discussion
2: yeah and, and the whole thing is it, it is based on the love and the passion and the fun that we have with the band and you know of course do we, you know we're not looking for people to like correct us on our bitch. well you know why you, you're number three on your list you you know why they do that right yeah look we're not that, that the point of this is to have some fun and just bitch
1: <laughs> airing of grievances.
2: that's what it is yep and it was a great time and we thank joey so much for joining us
1: it was a blast as always tom what we do next is this Hi, this is Ed Spansberg of ClickTeshop.com and for all your shouted out loudcast gear and merchandise, please visit ClickTeshop.com. At ClickTeshop, you can find lots of kiss inspired t-shirt designs plus mugs, hats, hoodies, pillows, and all new fine art selections. And now, here's your question of the week.
2: Right. So our question of the week comes from Twitter, John McGaffick. I am not a knowledgeable kiss historian, but was there ever a time that post kiss ace and Peter ever considered forming a band together? Seems like an idea that a promoter would have floated that back in the day. Okay. I don't know anything about that. The only thing I know about this Zeus, and I'm sure you're aware of it too. Was it back in the nineties? they did the bad boys tour. You remember that, right? Yes. Yep. They did that. They didn't do a band together, but they toured together. Um, You know, they, they performed some songs uh, separately. I think they may have performed some songs together. Uh, But John, in terms of a band, I don't have any information out there other than them joining forces for that, that bad boys tour. And um, I think it's hilarious how they called it. The bad boys tour. Uh, there's a couple T-shirts out there, and it shows them like behind bars, like in a prison cell, like that kind of shit. The set list is is fun, um, so you know, at at that point, I don't really think anybody wanted to touch
1: Ace and Peter. Maybe I'm wrong. The other thing about that is, if you've noticed any of the interviews, Peter's always been like open and excited. I'd love to get with Ace. He's a yeah. fucking he's my buddy. I'd love to be with him, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And Ace yeah. is like, "Well, oh, we do separate things. He's a good guy. I like Peter." Yeah. But Ace wants nothing to do with Peter as a performer. He doesn't. No. no. He's always been like, "Yeah, we we're separate." I, you know, keep him over there.
2: Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, now, maybe if somebody's out there who's who's a little bit more uh, has a little bit more inside info other than that that bad boys tour, which I regret not seeing. I mean, that was in the nineties. We were in college. We weren't really into-
1: Ooh, bad boys. Yeah. Oh, bad boys, bad boys run in. Oh, I'm a bad boy. Oh,
2: <laughs> but John, John, thank you for the question. Much appreciated, my friend. Good. That's a good one. And uh, yeah, if anybody has any like pictures or details or information or went to that bad boys tour, share that with us. Cause, uh, That'd be a, that'd be a, a cool thing. A, a definitely a uh, potential future episode topic.
1: That's for sure. So Or, share some, or if, share if you're some a bad details. boy. Oh, you're the bad boy. No, you are. Ooh. Yes. yes. So, Tom, where can people find
2: us? As always, our email, best place to start. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Please send us your emails, comments, questions, concerns, anything you have on your mind. And we try to read all of them during the show. Uh, we say this all the time, even if we don't get to read them on the show, we are reading them and we are talking about them, but we do try to read all your emails during the show. Uh, and of course, social media, we're very active. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram can always shoot the, us a direct message, or you can tag us in your comment or post something that's on your mind about Kiss and you, you want us to know about it. Please do that. We love that kind of interaction. It's always a ton of fun. Uh, and as we mentioned earlier in the show, uh, our wonderful Patreon family, a uh, special shout out to Sam, our newest member. We appreciate that, Sam, and everybody else. Please check us out at the use the Patreon app or Patreon.com and search for us. And uh, and of course, we're we're a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network of shows. Tons of excellent shows, growing all the time. Check those guys out. Uh, if you're interested in rock music, hip hop, there's a, t- a show out there for you. Uh, and we're proud to be part of that family as well.
1: Yeah, don't forget those DMs, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube YouTube. channel, please. That has been constantly growing. I think we need to get to 400, Tom. I think we're only a couple away from that. So please go on and subscribe and do us the favor. It'd be greatly appreciated. Don't forget to give us one of those five-star child reviews on iTunes, Podchaser, Facebook, wherever you get a chance. And those are always appreciated. They do help us move up the food chain and uh, gets us out to a a larger audience and stuff. And it's a big help to us. We really appreciate those. So thank you very much for all those reviews. Keep them coming. Finally, I always like to give another shout out to the email because we love those emails. uh, And that is... Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com shout it out loudcast gmail.com and Tom we always end with this famous last words you got any of course
2: you got nine lives like an alley cat just stick with me and I'll show you where it's at
1: Ooh. Tom Baby, baby, guess you win the prize. <laughs> Maybe, baby, where the sun never shines. Wow. Oh, yikes. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yes. Fantastic. A towel. <laughs> yes. Tom, thank you. Joey Casada, thank you. Uh, Kiss Army. Loudcasters, thank you very much. Guys,
2: thank you so much. Joey, special thanks to you, buddy. We had a blast. Thank you for joining us. Everybody else, you guys rock. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Zeus, as always, my friend, thank you.
1: Peace out, Girl Scout. Woo! We love you.